This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about getting around, particularly in Metro Vancouver. No matter where you really are in the province, so it does... There are different ways that people would like to be able to get around. You don't always want to use your car. It's one of the reasons why ride hailing has also been a popular idea outside of Metro Vancouver as well. But if you have transit as an option, do people use it? Well, statistics would suggest that that is the case. We have seen transit ridership going up, up and up. More people choosing to do that instead of getting in their car, except in one location, as it turns out. A recent analysis in the city of Coquitlam suggests to them that the distance traveled by residents in their cars actually went up, bucking the trend between 2013 and 2017. It has prompted some concerns that is the city perhaps doing enough to encourage people to move around in a more eco-friendly way. So we thought we would chat about this with the help of Coquitlam City Councillor Craig Hodge, who joins us now. Well, Councillor Hodge, thank you so much for joining us to talk about this today. You're raising some concerns about the number of cars and the number of people driving in Coquitlam. What's been going on? Well, uh, this week, uh, staff uh, produced a report, uh, a transportation plan report card, uh, just as an update on how we're doing with our strategic transportation plan. And as our as our city grows, um, I'm, I'm interested in, in seeing how much congestion we're adding to our roads and how much greenhouse gas is being produced. So I was concerned to learn in the report that the number of registered vehicles in the city of Coquitlam increased by 16% between 2013 and 2017, because that's about 75% higher than the rate of population growth for the same period. And it also translates into about a 7% per capita increase in uh, citywide uh, car ownership. So Coquitlam, is it bucking the trend, do you think? Are like more people driving and getting cars out there? Well, I think part of it is is the uh, the time period uh, when the report card the the, the time that's uh, captured in the report because the evergreen line opened in 2016, which is right at the end of the study period, and uh, we are starting to see uh, big increases in the number of people using public transit. In fact, in the first two years that the evergreen line opened, uh, we've seen a 34% increase in annual transit uh, boardings, which includes buses, SkyTrain, and the West Coast Express. And, and the other good news in the report was that we also saw the number of people that were are walking, that increased by about 130%, and, so, and we also saw bike usage is, uh, is increasing as well. So uh, um, I, I think there's some, there is some good news moving forward. How big of a problem is congestion in Coquitlam? Um, I, I think that, uh, like uh, other cities in the in the Lower Mainland, we are we are struggling with with growth and and how we're going to uh, f- facilitate the the movement of of people of, of residents and certainly of goods uh, within the community and within the within the Lower Mainland. So, it, but it does sound like the car is still king out that way. 
I think what it tells us is that uh, we have to look at ways to encourage uh, the use of, uh, of public transit, uh, more uh, uh, use, you know, bike lanes, and, uh, and encouraging people to get out and, and walk. Um, there was some another interesting stat in the in the report, and that is that vehicle. Well, while vehicle ownership was up citywide, it actually dropped by 17 percent in the areas close to rapid transit stations, such as what we have in uh, Burquitlam and Coquitlam uh, City Centre, uh, which is where about one-third of our population lives today. And, and these are the areas where we're going to see a lot of growth. So I think this, this, what this tells us is that if we follow proper planning uh, principles, which is to uh, build uh, housing uh, close to transit stations and uh, build communities that are walkable, I think that uh, we have the ability to, uh, to buck this trend and uh, try to uh, reduce uh, car ownership. Do you think that's what people would like to do? Do you think people would move if they knew that they could easily access transit? I, I think so. I think that uh, people recognize that uh, you know driving a vehicle is, is uh, adding greenhouse gas to the uh, to the environment. Um, but you know, in the lower mainland here, uh, one third of our greenhouse gas comes from from automobiles. So I think that they uh, we want to uh, to try to discourage car uh, driving. Uh, the other the other part of that is is that uh, vehicles are becoming more and more expensive to own. Whether it's the cost of gas, I think we're going to see. In the future, fewer young people driving cars uh, simply because of the cost of insurance, for particularly for new drivers. But we were already seeing a trend away from young people driving cars. They don't buy cars and drive uh, the way that we did when we were going to school. In fact, right. we're even seeing now uh, fewer cars in the parking lots around uh, around our secondary schools. But is the transit available? Like, if people want to make that choice, uh, say in Coquitlam, do they have those options? Like, is the community walkable? Do you think? Well, this is one of the key things that I think, and and you know, while we're doing a lot of development around uh, the SkyTrain stations, we also have areas in the city that aren't easily accessible to, uh, to for transit. And and what happens in these areas, particularly areas like Burke Mountain, which is a which is a brand new community just growing, uh, a young family moves in there and they've got a car, or maybe soon they've got two cars. Once they've bought the car, it's very hard to get them out of the car and into transit. So I think it's really key that we have to. Get Get transit in early when the communities are being developed because once people get into the car, it's very hard to change that driving pattern. So what happens next then? So what, what will Coquitlam be doing on this moving forward? Well, I think that one of the things that we're doing is we're going to build on the successes of the report. Uh, we're going to be continuing to build uh, more uh, bike lanes, uh, bike pathways, multi-pathways, uh, multi-use paths. Uh, we've, uh, you know, in the last five years, we've added 42 kilometers of sidewalk, uh, which is like, you know, that's like, you know, sidewalk from Coquitlam to the to the airport. So we're encouraging walking within the community. Uh, we're going to have to continue to work with transit to uh, to try to get bus service into the uh, to the uh, the suburban parts of the city. Uh, and uh, you know, one of the challenges is with transit is that sort of the first mile and the last mile. And so I think uh, we have to get people to the transit station. I think we've got a good service there. We just have to get people 
to it. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, when you talk about traffic congestion, uh, we typically talk about our major arterial roads and uh, bridges, but really traffic starts in the driveways of our neighborhoods. And so it's really important that all levels of government continue to invest in transportation alternatives close to home. Uh, and if we do that, I think that uh, we can also reduce the cost of major infrastructure around the lower mainland, but I think we also make more uh, uh, walkable and, uh, and better communities. It's and interesting. the other part of it is... Yep. Sorry? Well, I think the other part of it is, is that, you know, when we do our planning, um, we have to plan communities and, and nodes around transit. So we have to make sure that we've got the, the stores, uh, schools, recreation, and most importantly, the jobs right in these communities. Because if all the jobs are in downtown Vancouver, then we're going to have people still leaving the communities to drive to work. And so I think that when we look at our town center regions throughout the lower mainland, we have to find ways to uh, create those jobs so closer to where the people live. You know, it's interesting, though, isn't it, how much things have changed? Because in the past, people might have moved to the suburbs so that, and they did use their car because that was the only option. Uh, and transit was something that you did in the big city. But things have really changed, haven't they? I, I think so. And I, I think it's lifestyle. Uh, people want to uh, spend, certainly spend less time in traffic in their cars. They, they want to have all the amenities close to their home. And uh, we're, seeing, uh, we're seeing those changes now that we're, we're seeing, uh, even where we're building high rises, we're seeing the coffee shop on, on the first floor, we're seeing uh, stores, um, the restaurants. And uh, so we're starting to see that. But uh, what we really need to do is try to work to uh, make sure that we have the jobs. Uh, out where people live and people choose to live I think in the outlying areas for you know there's um, you know they're closer to the recreation amenities I think they like the lifestyle but uh, they also want to be able to uh, have uh, jobs in those areas and I think that's going to be key moving forward. All right Councillor Hodge thanks for your time. Okay thank you for having me. That's Craig Hodge a Coquitlam City Councillor talking about the ways in which Coquitlam is trying to help people to use their cars less. I think we would all like to do that.